0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void River, by Law, See Terms and Conditions 18. plus. This is the DC City Cast with Frank Hanrahan, presented by Bet Rivers. DC City Cast on a Thursday here in DC. Another fantastic day. Was not the most of Fantastics nights. For years, truly. I took the Golden State Warriors last night, getting three and a half points. And they came through with 11 points in the fourth quarter. 11 points in the fourth quarter. Big fat L. But hey, on the bright side, we got Steven Strasburg pitching tonight for the Nationals. The big Stras, the big right-hander, finally back uh, after pitching in seven games over the last two years two years, man. But he's back tonight, and we're going to break that game down. Nationals all of a sudden skidding after that uh, mini winning streak What they had three in a row, and now they're back down to earth. Can't can't hit the ball. Can't do anything. Um, And perhaps Strasburg to the rescue tonight. And actually checking out Bed River Sportsbook, uh, the Nationals are underdogs. Even with the big right-hander coming back Uh, Tonight, in fact, the Marlins are at minus 137. Nationals plus 117 on the run line. Nats plus one and a half, minus 195. So they expect a a tight one. Marlins minus one and a half, plus 155. Uh, Hey, under the seven and a half came through yesterday. Josiah Gray pitched well uh, as the Nats, though, lost two to one in uh, 10 innings. So can the Nats avoid the sweep? Remember, they have actually done a nice job of at least getting one out of every three in every series, for the most part, for the most part. So we will dive into the Nationals in just a second. Also want to get into the latest on the Commanders. Remember, uh, two days ago on this very podcast, I talked about Coach Del Rio and his Twitter issue and that he would have to come out and address said issues that he tweets out and he actually did after practice or whatever they're called OTAs yesterday out in Ashburn and uh he got himself in hot water. He doubled down, baby. For a couple hours he doubled down saying, hey, I'm I'm American. I can say whatever I want and uh you know we need to whatever he said. I forget what he said. But he, he just basically doubled down on his tweets. And Coach Ron Rivera, who's always preaching about culture, really said all this in-house and we'll deal with it that way. Did not come out and say anything about his assistant uh, coach, defensive coordinator, Jack Del Rio. I said this on Tuesday, and we'll get into that later on as well. But um, you know, some action has to be taken against this coach. I don't know what it is. Suspension, fine, in-house, something, because it it's just it's really asinine. This is allowed. Another slap on the wrist to an assistant coach when you're trying to change the culture. I think that something has to be done and make it public. Say, look, we're trying to change some things and we can't have our head coach, excuse me, our assistant coach out there spewing um, political uh, issues and ideas of his own ilk. Again, he said he's an American. He can say what he wants. Absolutely can say whatever you want. But there are also consequences to saying whatever you want to say, right? or unless you can just go spewing the most asinine things and there's no repercussions for them. And that makes perfect sense. So we'll get into that as well. As the commander's just cannot stay out of their own way. We've been talking about this for months, bro, but for months. And, uh, I actually have a baseball play that I want to get into as well. Outside of the nationals. Uh, we'll, we'll dive into that, uh, straight ahead. DC city cast presented by bet river sports Brook, Cause we've got to lick our wounds after last night's loss in Game 3 in the NBA Finals. Well, let's start with the Nationals. As as I mentioned, Steven Strasburg is back tonight. But even though he's back and he looked good in his his rehab starts, again, those are in the minor leagues, the Nationals are actually a value at plus 117. The Marlins at minus 137. Like I said, the Marlins are going for the sweep tonight at 640 uh, from Miami. The one thing that I will look at, oh, by the way, the total is 8 tonight, uh, over minus 112, under 106. The big question tonight with Steven Strasburg is, can he last four or five innings? Can he give you enough for the Nationals to be competitive? And this is really what it comes down to. In your heart of hearts, what do you think is going to happen? Are you feeling good about the way that Steven Strasburg pitched in those rehab starts? And can he carry it over? Like that, to me, is going to be the indicator of this game tonight. And that's that's hard. It's really hard to say, yes, he's going to come back uh, blazing and he's going to just run through the Marlins lineup. And the other thing you have to take into consideration is this guy is so injury prone. Like, (laughs) like is is he going to be able to make it? Without being, um, without being pulled, right? I don't know if I'm going to wager. And now, by the way, the, the line has changed already in the last uh, literally nice 90 seconds at Bed River Sportsbook. It's now the Marlins minus 148, and the Nationals are plus 125, twenty-five. All right. Oh, man, this is tough. I'm probably going to stay away from... Who's going to win this game? And I think I'm going to take the under eight runs. 2-1 last night. You got Strasburg coming back. He's looked pretty decent. Uh, In fact, he was very good. Don't get me wrong. He was very good in his rehab assignments. And that's why I'm going to probably go with the under eight runs tonight in the Marlins-Nationals game. Our Nationals are still long shots at best to do anything when it comes to this season. In fact, checking out Bet River Sportsbook. Do you know who the favorite is to win the World Series? We talked about this before. Dodgers at plus 350. And our Nationals are way down there. In fact, they are the longest odds to win the World Series along with the Reds. Plus $100,000. My God, man. I mean, don't even waste your money, but that just shows you what people think about the Nationals. The longest odds with the Cincinnati Reds to win the World Series. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, this is depressing. And they were looking pretty good just two days ago. I, t- I told you to take them uh, the last time out. We had the show on Tuesday. I said take the Nats versus the Marlins. Although I got all screwed up with the starting pitchers. I thought it was this kid Evan Hill. In fact, it was Johanna Doan, who's now been sent down to the minors. He got roughed up and they got crushed twelve to two in a game. I said take the Nationals because they had won three straight. My God. So the Marlins going for the sweep tonight. I'm dicey at best, taking the Nationals, so I'm going to go under the eight runs. Let's cross our fingers that Strasburg doesn't get hurt, doesn't have to leave early, and he mows down the Marlins lineup, and this baby is like a 4-3, 3-2 type game. That's what we're hoping for tonight. And there's one other game I I saw at River Sportsbook, and I want to see if it's on... uh, if they're taking uh, action on it yet, because the Boston Red Sox, yes, they are. Boston Red Sox, one of the hottest teams all of a sudden in baseball. They have won seven straight. And tonight they're going for eight in a row at the L.A. Angels. Obviously, there was some turnover with the Angels. Red Sox, a value plus 104. I will take the hot team here in the Boston Red Sox. Okay. Angels have lost 14 straight. So you're thinking, ah, they got it. to they turn around at some point. Well, not so fast. Let's take the sweet hot team. And the Red Sox going for eight straight. I'll take the Red Sox at a tiny value tonight at plus 104. Absolutely love that play. Uh, And if you're you're thinking about, again, Nats-Marlins, here's a little tidbit. The Nats have lost each of the last 10 Thursday games against NL East opponents. That would be the Marlins. So there you go. But again, I'm taking under eight runs tonight in the Nats-Marlins game. Let's see. I'm very... This is like... You know, we, we have 162 baseball games. But there are very few where you say on your calendar, oh, this will be interesting. And this will be fascinating to see this return of Steven Strasburg. Highly paid, has not played. And the franchise is basically teetering on how well he is going to do. Because he's still under contract for four more years. If he is a disaster tonight and he's got to leave early... Again, with an injury, I mean, this thing is like a train wreck. You just can't take your eyes off of it, right? I remember his debut, what, 2010? Was that 2010? Was that 12 years ago? My God, and he was scintillating. He was spectacular, and now 12 years later, a World Series under his belt, but the injury-prone Strasburg has always been there. They shut him down, what, in 2012, and that just continues to haunt him. His inability to be available. So this will be pretty much must-see TV if you're in that realm of superstars that are trying to make their way back. And that is the case tonight with the Nats uh, visiting the Marlins. Hey, superstars on the decline. Maybe Golden State. They're in trouble. 2-1 series now lead for the Celtics. We'll dive into that. Uh, NBA Finals in Game 4 coming up on Friday night. And we got to chat about the Commanders because uh, it's a big chatter uh, around these parts. And should Jack Del Rio keep his job? Uh, It affected the stadium talk as well. Uh, It's just another... Just another of many issues for the Washington Commandos. We'll dive into that straight ahead on the D.C. CityCast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I'm Frank Andrahan from Vison. Baseball is here, and Bet Rivers has a special offer for you every Saturday throughout the season. Place a three-leg, same-game parlay of at least $25, and you will earn a $10 free bet. With same-game parlays, you can combine player props and game bets to make your perfect combo. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Claim your offer on the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. All right. do me a favor, download and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Frank Andrahan from Vison. Download that Bet Rivers app right now. Bet Rivers sportsbook plenty of action on tap tonight. There was plenty of action yesterday and there was plenty of action locally off the field for the Washington Commanders and their um, assistant coach who did come out and apologize for his comments about the Capitol and the dust up on January 6th of 2021. Just a dust up, but then he retracted and said, That was, uh, you know, that was not right. That was um, wrong uses of words. Um, But the dude should just never, ever be able to tweet again when it comes to his political thoughts and some of his uh, theories, shall I say, about other things. And God bless these players for coming out and saying it's not a distraction. And that it's not a big deal. And that you have bosses all over the place who have differing opinions of those. That doesn't mean that you're going to work for them differently. But here's here's the difference is that this is a football coach. This is not the CEO of an organization. This is not your boss at your 9 to 5 where you're sitting in a cubicle all day long and you're chatting about uh, you know, Jeopardy at the water cooler. This is a coach who is trying to demand and get more out of you. Not saying that a a boss doesn't do that, but it's a different relationship, absolutely. And when you have a guy who is a white dude and you have mostly African-American players talking about conspiracy theories and tweeting about uh, a dust-up and tweeting about the 2020 election, stuff like that, I don't think that's going to fly with a lot of players. That's just me. But to their credit, they were saying all the right things like, oh, no, you know, it's a workplace is a place of business. Uh, You know, we're going to do our best together, yada, yada. Um, What needs to happen, and I said this at the start, they need to either find the guy, suspend him, do something to say, you know what, this kind of stuff just can't be accepted. Just can't be accepted. And you can say all you want about views and right and left and yada, yada, yada. But when you are teetering on sounding like a madman on Twitter and going out and addressing the media as if you had zero clue that you offended anybody or made anybody uncomfortable. And then you double down because obviously somebody came to him and said, hey, dude, you need to apologize for what you said or else. So maybe that was his quote unquote, look, you're on the verge of being suspended or fined for the things that you have said and then the way that you double down on the way that you said them. But we need to correct these moving forward. And oh, by the way, you're, you you shouldn't tweet on your social media play, uh, uh, pages. And look, he said, I'm an American. I can say what I think. Yeah, that's great. We've talked about this on Tuesday. But I know you and I know me at your certain job, there's a con- there's a code of conduct, right? It says if you're gainfully employed here, there are some certain things that you should not do when it comes to your workspace, i.e. on social media, represent yourself, represent the company in good standing. There have been so many people fired for social media gaffes. I'm sure you know many in the public eye, maybe personally, like you just can't go and say some certain things, even if you or I agree or disagree with them. And don't get me started on people defending how he has this platform to say whatever he says, right? And then it just becomes this big ball of jumble. Well, uh, what if, if, if it was from, what if it was something about this and he's just happened to be talking about, well, there was a lot of things that he was talking about. It wasn't just one thing, right? I am in the corner of, an NFL coach should be tweeting about his great team, his great play, not about whether they should maybe investigate the 2020 election. That's just me, could be crazy. But I think as a fan, you don't want to hear that stuff. I don't think you do, not at all. And then Coach Ron really says nothing to the sort about what his assistant coach said. So if you're going to be tough on your players, you're going to come down on your players for dumb things. You got to come down on your, your assistant coach for dumb things. You, ha- you just have to. And honestly, as a if I'm in that locker room as a player, Coach Jack Del Rio has to apologize to his team. And that's what he should have said yesterday when he tweeted, I apologize for using the term dust up. He should say, "I'm going to engage with my players even further on current social and political issues. I'm not going to discuss that with you, but in light of what I have said, I have to I have to sort of reach out to these players and and try to find a common understanding of where I'm coming from, where they may be coming from, and maybe he's already done that. I don't know. He's got to do something because if I'm a player, I'm like, oh my god, man." You want me to really fight and claw and scrap and do everything for you when you're spewing out some of these tweets? And again, I'm just going on the percentages that I don't think everybody in that locker room would be cool with what Coach Del Rio said. Could be crazy. I could be insane, but I don't think so. But here's the real issue about all of this. It is just yet another black eye on the Washington Commanders, who also this morning, I guess there's word that uh, DC is pretty much out on an RFK site for a new stadium. Out. (laughs) Uh, Oh, I'm just laughing at the whole process. I'm laughing at how one company who thinks, oh, just because of who we are and what we have stood for, we can just get people to bend over for us. Not the case anymore. The Washington commanders have literally have got to get on their knees now and just beg people for any sort of help. Forgiveness, please. We're trying to do better, even though we have an assistant coach who's going out there on his own on social media and spitting out things. We still have an owner who has yet to respond to the House Oversight Committee on whether they want to testify before uh, the House Oversight Committee. Still haven't responded. They just can't do things the right way. Even when they're saying they're trying to do things the right way, you got people stepping out of line. And as a fan, that's really hard to root for. Absolutely hard. It's almost uh, impossible. But God bless you for sticking by them. God bless those true fans for sticking by the colors, and the players, and the, the coaches to some degree. <laughs> All right, Straight Ahead DC City Cast is getting to the NBA Finals. Tough one last night. We'll preview a game for a little bit. Uh, that is Straight Ahead DC City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Frank Andran from Vison Bet Rivers Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today to sign up. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. So I uh, was putting my kid to bed. And you know when you get one of those feelings like, even after you put in your, your, uh, your play, and I took Golden State plus three and a half last night, and I put my kid to bed, and at about 9.27... I, mean, I get one of these shrieks like oh my god the warriors got off to a terrible start. It was like not E what is it? E, ESP? Is that with that account? But I just knew that I was in for for a, a long night early. I saw it was 30 to 15 and I go up, oh, here we go. Here we go. I thought the Celtics, who have not been very good at home in the playoffs, would See the carryover from game two, be a little sluggish, a little nervous, a little tight in their first ever NBA Finals game in Beantown. And boy, it was quite the opposite. They were fantastic. Athleticism starting to break through and shine through. And Golden State all of a sudden is looking like the old team, like the, the AARP team. A little stiff. And they're starting to just jack up wild shots. Now, I know that's what they can do, but they even look more out of sorts now offensively, and that's credit to the Celtics' defense. We heard a lot of experts talk about how good the Celtics' defense was, and I wasn't really that much into it because I thought Golden State's offense would be better. You can have a great defense, but in the end, if that offense is just ticking and clicking— and you got great shot makers. I just did not think that Golden State would have an issue with the Celtics' defense. But as we saw in that fourth quarter, man, oh my God, the Celtics were s- swirling, hounding all over Golden State. Warriors managed just 11 points in the fourth quarter. 11 points. 11 points. And they still got over the 212 at Bed River Sportsbook. That was what was fascinating. The Celtics all of a sudden look like the healthier, hungrier, more athletic team. They covered the three and a half easily. And yet, for game number four at Bed River Sportsbook, the Celtics right now are minus four. Minus four. Total 214 and a half. Warriors at plus 140 to win. Celtics minus 167. And right now, to win the NBA championship at Bed Rivers, the Celtics are a minus-235. The Warriors at plus-190. How about that turn of events? And last night was the classic don't-always-believe-what-you-think game because I went into it, I was hammering, Golden State has turned the corner, they look better, they're more the offensive Weapons are just too much. Curry settled settling in. Clay Thompson hasn't been great. He'll get things going. Boy, was I wrong. The Celtics were fantastic last night. I mean, fantastic. Jason Tatum. This could be his breakthrough series to be like, hey, guys, um, I'm now a top five player. And I've been very critical of... Uh, of Jason Tatum in the past. Like, are we sure that this guy is supposed to be a superstar? Remember games against the wizards earlier this year. He was, he was like, he had totally checked out, had no interest in playing. Uh, he was, he was locked in yesterday, 26 points, nine assists, six, boards. Uh, smart was fantastic. Although he did have some bad turnovers, but he had 24 points. Jalen Brown, again, this dude is just, it's just a killer. He had 27 points. uh, so you had three starters score over twenty four points for the Celtics, far cry from what they did in Game Two. And then you look at the Golden State Warriors last night. Draymond Green, you know, there's all this chat about him being a future Hall of Famer. <laughs> I mean, really, guy. I mean, it's incredible. Now, I guess there's some some backlash about his wife being upset that the Boston crowd was chanting things at him with, uh, you know, cussing. And you want you're like, have, have you have you um, have you looked at your your husband? Have you read his lips during games? Sailor mouth, <laughs> sailor mouth. Green had two points, four boards, three assists, and he was terrible. Wiggins had 18 points. Looney had six. Although Looney like went Mia in the second half, and that was a bad adjustment by Steve Kerr because they just got absolutely killed on the boards, absolutely destroyed. Uh, and I'll get into that in a second. Thompson had 25, but on 7 of 17 shooting. Curry had 31 points. But the Celtics are making the adjustments defensively. And they are allowing Golden State to start that offense. And then they're running around with their chicken like chickens with their heads cut off. Uh, Jordan Poole had 10 points, but he looked uncomfortable yet again. They only had one player off the bench scoring double figures, and that was Poole. They shot 15 of 40 from threes. Celtics shot 13 of 35 from threes, um, and the the rebounding was, was amazing. They had 47 boards, 15 of them offensively, 15 offensive rebounds. How can you not want to get the ball in a Game 3 of the NBA Finals? Yeah, both teams were playing hard, but sending Looney to the bench pretty much in the second half, there was no chance for Golden State to get rebounds, and interiorly, is that a word? They were just getting smoked. So now we look ahead to game four, and the line is pretty much the same as it was last night. Even though Steph looked a little banged up with his foot sprain, he says he's going to be fine. Even though Draymond Green looks terrible, Klay Thompson can't find his shot. Like, Is this the classic trap game coming at you in game number four? Because I'm thinking right now, Celtics look too good. Celtics look too, too fresh, too spry. Golden State looks like the old team now, which is pretty crazy, right? Passing of the baton—you see it all the time. Could the baton be passed, right? Looking at the series correct score at Bet River Sportsbook: Golden State to win four to three is now at plus three hundred. Golden State to win four to two is plus seven hundred. Celtics to win in six. Is plus two hundred Celtics to win four to two is plus two hundred Celtics to win four to one is plus two eighty Celtics to win four to three plus five fifty. So the odds makers leaning towards the Celtics to put this thing away and win their first championship since two thousand eight. Is that right? Huh. So what do we do for game four? What do we do? Like I said, I'm thinking Celtics momentum look like the better squad. Defensively have stepped it up big time. And that's why right now I may go against my gut and go back to that Golden State well in game four. Oh my God, are we that crazy? Should we do it? Should we do it? And amazingly the Golden State Warriors are getting all sensitive all of a sudden about the crowd reaction and the behavior by the Celtics fans and the expletives that are being yelled at them. Have they not ever played basketball before? (laughs) Have they not ever played in a hostile environment? I mean, this is where you start to show we're distracted by things that really don't matter. And Golden State is in a hell of a of a pickle here. They lose on uh Friday night. Uh this this series is pretty much over at three to one. Right? And give the Celtics credit, man. They were, you know, they were up big. And then Golden State came back. Had a 10 zip run. It was 83-82. It was 83-82 in the third quarter. But the Celtics just came roaring back and limited those Warriors to 11 points. And they just suffocated Golden State. Since January 23rd, and I wish I had known this. Well, I sort of knew this. That, and you know what? I did know this going in. The Celtics were fantastic covering the spread following losses. Celtics just straight up 13-1 in games following a loss. And I think it's pretty much close to ATS. They're fantastic. And the trend was your friend. And the Celtics understand what they had to do, and they did it. But can they keep it going on Friday night and right now? And we'll get into this tomorrow. My lean really is to go back to that well and take the Warriors because, again, on the eyeball test and the gut says, boy, the Celtics look ready, primed, and they look like the much better team. I mean, how many times have we done that? where We see one game and we go, oh, my God, Celtics are way better. And that's why I cannot uh I can't I cannot just automatically take the Celtics tomorrow, even though that's what I want to do. <laughs> so we'll get into that uh tomorrow as we get you set for the weekend. And oh by the way, these nine o'clock these nine o'clock starts are killing me. I, I mean I honestly had to do like ten push-ups between the third and fourth quarter to stay awake. And then I had to go outside. I went outside, took out some trash, came back in from the, from the heat into the cold just to wake myself up. Can't we do an 8 o'clock start? Like, is it that big of a difference for the West Coast viewing audience? Because for the East Coast, it's a killer. And to think, you're playing at 9 o'clock at night, these NBA guys. Regular season, there were 7 o'clock tips, 7.30 tips, maybe 8 at the latest. Boy, that's a long day. That's a long day. And I thought also another reason I love my Golden State play last night was then they found out that the rims were like a 6 inches too high on one side of where the Celtics were shooting. I mean the Warriors were shooting. <laughs> so I love the gamesmanship. It's starting to get chippy. And I do notice it is it's just like bodies are flying everywhere minus the inability of the Warriors to get an offensive rebound. Everybody's flying around. Loose balls are getting after it. You just love to see it at the highest level. It's, it's pretty it's pretty inspiring. And there wasn't much controversy with the officiating last night either. That was good. There wasn't much review. There wasn't much replay. Thank God. So it was a pretty clean basketball game. And the Celtics win 116-100. And game four is Friday night with the season pretty much hanging in the balance for the Golden State Warriors. Although, what, a couple years ago, in twenty fifteen or sixteen, when they lost to LeBron, they were up three to one. So no lead is safe, clearly, but three to one is gonna be awfully hard for Golden State to recover if they lose on Friday night. All right, so let's recap what we're gonna to do tonight. We're gonna to take the under-eight runs in the Nationals and the Marlins at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I don't I don't trust Steven Strasburg. I just don't, so I'm not gonna bet on uh, the the Nats to win, but I like the under-eight runs. Actually, it's up to eight and a half, so that's even better at Bed River Sportsbook. Eight and a half is the total. Uh, the Nats are at plus one twenty-three. If you like the value, Marlins are minus one forty-three. But uh, I, I can't, I can't see Strasburg going that far. In fact, I want to see if there is a prop for him. Pitcher props here as they just popped up. Um, strikeouts. By the way, uh, Strasburg's opposed by Trevor Rogers tonight. Strikeouts thrown by the player, including extra innings. Uh, Strasburg's over-under for strikeouts is three and a half. Three and a half uh, strikeouts. What do you think? Huh. I might take a little flyer on the over three and a half because I'm going against my gut thinking that he's not going to do well. Does that make sense? So I'll take over three and a half strikeouts for uh, Mr. Strasburg. We'll take the under eight and a half runs. And my early lean for tomorrow night's NBA is to take the Golden State Warriors. I appreciate you checking us out here on the DC City Cast. follow us along on social media at J Frank Trust me, I just tweet about sports and wagertainment. Um, usually, usually I don't go off the deep end uh, at Bet Rivers and at Veasan Live. We will talk to you tomorrow. Enjoy this fabulous day here in DC. It's been the DC City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm Frank Hanran from V